Danny Flexen here for Seconds Out. Delighted to be joined by a former British champion uh, and world title challenger, of course, Liam Walsh. Hoping to become a two-weight British champion in February. Is it the 21st? 19th. 19th. Yes. I knew, I knew it was <laughs> uh, 21st is a Sunday. All uh, right, okay. Um, against sure. Paul Highland Jr., um, headline fight on the MTK show. We're all looking yes. forward to that. How have you been getting on? Have you had to train over Christmas, presumably? Yes, um, I always would have anywhere, even if I didn't have a fight penciled in. Um, I think we know by now, you, you definitely do know us, Dan, but um, we were just train all year round, whatever, anyway. Um, it's not a, it's not so much a job, really. It's more of just our life. We just always train. Um, I always will. Even when I had them two years at the ring, I always train. So, yeah, but obviously with a fight in mind, you're training with more, more intensity. So, yeah, I've been training, mate. I've, um, I'll certainly be ready come February. I'm ready now, but I'll... I'll be more than ready on the 19th. With everything that's going on, it looks almost certain that there won't be fans in attendance. It will still be behind closed doors. How are you thinking about that? Um, kind of looking forward to it. it's not the right way of putting it, but are you are you ready for that atmosphere? I'm going to have to be, but I'm distraught about it. If I'm honest, I was on the phone to Graham about an hour ago and saying um, it's not looking likely, is it? And um, I'm good about it. I'm, I'm really, really good about it. Um, Obviously, there's many other fighters who fought before me and probably many after, but um, I really, really, obviously, I fight for myself, if I'm honest, more than any, as we all do. We're all selfish. It's a selfish sport and we all box primarily for ourselves and then obviously we, to feed our families and what have you. But the fans for me play such a huge part. I I'm, I'm gonna, I think I'll find it really hard. I don't, I don't know how it's going to go. Um I'm fuming about it. I'm, I'm angry. I'm good. I'm, I'm all different mixed emotions. I'm, yeah. I mean, you're going into the fight as a, a pretty significant favourite, I would say. I don't know if that makes it easier that the fans won't be in attendance in that it's not a fight where people are saying you're really up against it and you need the fans for that extra edge. But like you say, you're so yeah. used to having their support because the, you sell so many tickets. Yeah, it's always, um, it's always been, I've always felt the fans are so much with us and, um, more so than ever, uh, you know, when the chips are down and I just feel, yeah, I'm just, I'm so gutted about that. They're not going to be there. I'm still hanging on to a small percent of optimism that they will be there. But like you said, it's looking really unlikely. Um, the fact that I am going to go into this fight as a quite a big um, favourite, like you said, um, it probably pairs no. The fans being there, whether as an underdog or a favourite, wouldn't have really mattered to me. I just loved the fans being there and loved trying to put on a performance for the fans. And um, regarding me going into the fight as a fair and dog, that doesn't really matter to me. Um, I don't think I need the, I'm not going to necessarily need the fans to give me that extra push. Um, I'm just good that there'll be no fans in attendance because I've never, ever fought in front of no fans. Obviously we spar in the gym, even in the gym, you've got the odd person kicking around watching and you still try to do a little bit extra because someone's watching, you know, it's just gonna, it's just going to be so odd. As Ryan said much to you about it, because obviously he experienced it um, December the 2nd in the golden contract final. Yeah, he didn't like it at all. Um, and I didn't like, I was sort of a part of that being in his corner and stuff. And it was difficult. Um, just didn't feel right. Nothing felt right about it. It was, um, you know, you, you fight, you, you're fighters and you're entertainers. And you, it feels like there's no one to entertain. It's like, you start sort of looking around like, what, what are we actually doing this for? Um, I'm lucky because I love to fight, so um, I'll still be loving what I'm doing. But 
it'll make, it makes it so much sweeter when the fans are there, definitely. It's, it's going to be a difficult one for me, I think. And just talking about Ryan, have you? Um, what? how's he been since that defeat to Jazza Dickens? Very respectful, obviously, on the night, put in a good performance, just yeah. wasn't quite enough on, on the night. No, I... Um... Got to be careful here because there's one thing I certainly don't want to come across. I definitely, definitely, definitely not going to make any excuses. There is no excuses. Ryan got beat by the better man. No matter how good Ryan could have been or should have been or would have been, Jazza beat him fair and square. And if you, people say, oh, but Ryan at his best. Yeah, but what? Does that mean he's going to win? No, it doesn't. It means Jazza at his best will still beat Ryan. You know, there's no guarantee that, you know, whoever performed on the night was going to win the fight because I don't think there's loads in either of them. Um, Jazza performed, he stayed disciplined, he boxed well. And um, Ryan didn't have the, for me, the required energy to beat a, someone of that style. Jazza, we, we was hoping, was going to lose his discipline at some point and, and sort of stay with, stand there with Ryan. And, and he didn't. He kept disciplined, he done well. He boxed a good fight, but when we realised that he weren't going to stand and fight, which which I... I was under that impression from dot one. I told Ryan from dot one, anyone with any sense or anyone with any soul isn't going to have, it's going to do the right job against you. You know, the blueprint sort of there, Selby sort of done it. Um, Dennis Serling, give him a tough time doing it. You know, the blueprint, sir, you take to Isaac Law, give him um, problems. Although I thought he won that fight. He's still giving problems. You know, the, the way to beat Ryan is out there. You know, you don't stand in front of him and stand and trade with him because he, he he tends to come on top. He, he tends to come out on top in them. So yeah, the um, Jazz box a good fight. No excuses from Ryan. Um, I do. Ryan will definitely never ever make featherweight again. That's them days are completely over. That's not an excuse. Um, Jazz was big on the night, just like Ryan was big on the night. Um, making weight, obviously, like all of us, doesn't help. So I'd like to see Ryan go up to um, up to maybe lightweight and do what Selby done, maybe two weights. Um, obviously, there's an opportunity at Super Fair, whichever. Well, I'd happily, I'd happily for Ryan. Now, obviously, Ryan will have to speak for himself on this one. But if there's an opportunity at either weight, I've I'd, I'd been more than happy for and said to him, go for it at either weight um, because Ryan in the gym. Sparring is he's so much. He's, and is it? We still have put our finger on it. Is it psychological? Is it physical? I think it's physical because on the night he ain't nervous, he ain't panicky. He, I thought that setting with no fans was going to help Ryan because if you watch Ryan spar in the gym against the, sort of any sort of fighters you want, he's he, no one can sort of trim him up. He's, he's he's in good form, and that's because he's he's at a good weight and he's he's and that's. I don't want to make any excuses. I don't want to come across there that I'm making any. There is no excuse. There is zero excuse because even if Ryan and Jazza both fought at ten stone, the both full healthy, both at ten stone, Jazza could still be Ryan nine out of ten, ten out of ten. Maybe I don't know. We'll never know. No one will know. But all that matters is he beat him on that night. So, um, so there's no excuse. I'd like to see Ryan go up to super feather, and even if anything popped up at lightweight, even even at lightweight, and. Um, just have a look and then, and then we'd maybe get an answer to where, where you know, all of a sudden he was full of energy, full of life and looked a lot more powerful like he looks in the months before a fight. Mm. I've seen Ryan knock more people down inspiring than anyone and, and things like that. And then, and then you get there on the night and it just doesn't seem to be there. So I'm thinking, is it is it physical? Is it mental? But I don't think it's psychological because he, he doesn't suffer in that department. I don't think any of us do really, but I don't know. We'll never know, I suppose. But yeah. What's his mindset like, though? Is he is he kind of all right? Did he enjoy Christmas still? He isn't too disappointed. Um, 
He's gutted. Um, he's gutted, obviously. He's, he's deeply gutted. Um, he's been to come into the gym with me, as as we always do. We bounce off one another. We've been very fortunate. I've always said it. It's our biggest strength. We've got each other. We've always, you know, he's seen So before you, you can't sit there. Um, are we still on, Dan? Yeah, yeah, we are. You, I've lost nope. you a bit. Yeah, we're still on. Oh no, the screen just stuck. Then, um, yeah, I was just saying he's still, um, he's still, he's still coming to the gym with me and stuff. So he's still keeping ticking over, and he'll be ready when an opportunity comes up. Psychologically, he's absolutely gutted, he's distraught. But um, I think the best, the best result, the best thing happened. Um, people probably think that's mental to say that, but um, I know um, how hard it was for him to make weight and just and just continue, just keep making nine stone. You know, we were done with Mount Nine Stone after Pauling, if I'm honest with you. Um when he when he put in a quite a poor performance against um Pauling about eighteen months ago, I think it was. We decided after that fight, right, eighteen stone um nine stone's done now. We're gonna have to go up and then we got the opportunity to go in the golden contract and he sort of like bluffed his way through, done a had a good performance against the Cuban. I thought he um he done okay against Tyron McCulloch. Yeah, at least he had energy in that fight. He was, he was, he had energy in his feet and his hands. But um, in the end, it just, it just won't go. He, he dragged out far too far. But that's not to say if he had full energy, he could still beat Jazza because there's no guarantees of that at all. Um, but yeah, he's okay psychologically. He's gutted. Obviously, he's mega gutted. But that's life in it. If it, let's say, for instance, he would have got, let's say, he got lucky and clipped Jazza and stopped him. He's then got to fight whoever next in another three months or four months and make that weight again. So and it won't keep it ain't feasible for to keep to keep doing. It. Yeah, one day I'll reveal all. But yeah, right now it's um, it's yeah, he's got to go up a weight nine four nine nine and um, see where he's at then. And talking of big fights at nine nine, neat little segue yeah. there. We have got uh, Luke yeah. Campbell and Ryan Garcia going out this Saturday in Texas. You yeah. must have mixed with Luke at some point on the amateur circuit, even before pros, because you're about the same age and you both competed as high yes. level amateurs. Yeah, well, Ryan actually fought Luke Campbell in the senior ABA finals, oh, Ryan. Did, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah, Ryan's never forgot it. Ryan's still bitter about that now. Um, Ryan got four points deducted in the last, well, in the amateur scoring back then, if you got a, a public warning, it classed as two points. Two points off, yeah. And he got two public warnings in the last round. And lost by a couple of points, so he would have actually won the fight by the public warnings. And he got him for holding. And on the commentary on the BBC, it was on. The guy was doing the commentary. I think Richie Woodall and someone else, and they were they were really saying, "I feel for this kid Walsh. He hasn't barely held there." And and they were they were quite like saying like, "How the hell has he got points took off there?" Basically, and um, Campbell did rally on hard, and and um, his coach Mick Bromby at the time. Also done a good job. He had um, quite a good reputation in the England setup, and he was on to the ref in between each round and niggling it. And it, 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 he won the fight because he had um, a good corner team, and he, and he worked hard as well. There weren't much in the fight, but Ryan's always felt severely robbed by it. He, he, it hurts him to this day. If you mentioned the Luke Campbell fight to him now, he'll go into a rant how, how he got he's swearing and all sorts, honestly. But but I said to him, that's sort of what makes you because you've carried that all this time and it's like there's something, you know, niggling you still because you still want to succeed because you feel like you've half been, been ripped off earlier on. But 
Um, I've sparred Luke a couple of times. I sparred him in Sheffield. Um, did I spar him in Sheffield or Crystal Palace? I think at, when we was at Crystal Palace before we went to Sheffield, I think I sparred him down at Crystal Palace. And I also sparred him in the TKO once on a Saturday morning. We'd gone down there to spar. And um, he turned up with Terry Edwards at the time. It was at the stage when he was just turning over and weren't sure. I don't think he was sure who he was going with or what was happening. And he turned up down at the TKO with um, with Terry Edwards and had a couple of rounds with him then as well. Um, I always thought I'd done quite well against Luke in sparring. I don't know if he, he probably doesn't even remember these rounds or maybe he does, maybe he doesn't. But there was nothing in him. He was just, just sparring. There's nothing to be said about sparring. But I always felt like we'll cross paths at one point. I always felt like we might but um yeah i don't think i don't i'm not optimistic that i'll happen anymore but i'd love to (laughs) let's see how he gets on the weekend there's there's every chance you know one way or the other it could still happen um yeah i don't what what do you make of what he's gone on to from you know knowing him in the amateurs obviously his olympic gold medalist but did you think his style would translate successfully to the pros um, originally I didn't I thought he's going to struggle um, I, thought, I definitely I really thought he was going to struggle but um, he's grown into a good size lightweight he's a massive lightweight he's um, and he's really grown in grown into the pros he's he's obviously had good coaches around him and he's he's he's, he's a good pro I like Campbell I think he's a really good fighter um, and I think he's he's, a, he's really dedicated any successes that Luke Campbell gets any nobody should begrudge him of any success because he, he obviously he's, he's massively skilled, but he's very very dedicated. He's, he's what I call one of our, one of us. Like he's, he's he's really dedicated, and he's he don't blow up in weight and all that business. He's he's really dedicated, and he works hard. So I always root for them sort of people because I am one of them. You know, I'm not massively skilled. I just work hard and work hard and work hard, and hopefully you you come good. And um, he, he's got more skills definitely, but he's um. Yeah, he's, he's done well. He's, look, he's, you only have to look at his who he's fought and what he's done. And it'd been, for him, obviously, he's trying to get that world title fight. He's, he's, he's obviously, if he beats Garcia, he's looking at, is it Hernie, I suppose, isn't it? Because this will be for... Uh, yeah, yeah. Pretty much, yeah. Him, isn't it? yeah. And I'd say the lightweight division at the minute, that's probably the best route for him. Um, Tefimo looks like you don't want to go anywhere near him at the minute. Although I've, he has been, he has done rounds with Tefimo, hasn't he, in the past when he was younger. Yeah, when, yeah. Um, so he probably knows better than me. He might fancy that more than what the outsiders looking in might think. You haven't got a chance there, but he might, he, he, he might know more than us. So I will know more than us. So Javonta looks dangerous, obviously. Whoever gets in there with him, look, he, so yeah, he might, that might be the best route for him. Uh, probably is the best route for him. I actually give him a really good chance against Garcia. I think um, I think my actual opinion is he'll win more rounds. He'll win more rounds than Garcia. Whether or not he'll get a fur crack on the scorecards is to be seen. Um, Garcia's massively a he, he's got a chance. He's the I've, I read a pot. I read something on him a few months back, and they were saying how his his markability is bigger than any other fighter in the sport. I can't think what I read or but they were putting him above like Anthony Joshua Canelo. They were saying. His market is that just come up that what's that? Oh no, flicks <laughs> money. Yes. Anyway, so um, either way, he um, he, I think Campbell will win more rounds than than um, than Ryan Garcia. Ryan Garcia originally, ignorantly from me, I thought he was a bit of a gimmick, like an internet 
you know, he does all that stuff on that punch ball on the internet and he looks immense and you're like, frigging hell, <laughs> no one can beat this guy. But then, and then I watched a couple of his fights and I thought, I'm not overly impressed. Then I watched him knock out Fonseca dead quick. And um, around that time, I was trying to get that Fonseca fight. Oh. And um, I've got emails. After he fought Alex Dilmagani at York Hall and got a draw, I then was on to um, MTK saying, try and make the Fonseca fight. It's a decent fight. He'll come and fight. He'll get rounds and all this business. Anyway, it came back with noise, took another fight in America, ended up being Ryan Garcia. So I obviously I watched that with intent because I was hoping that he'd give Garcia a good fight and then I could fight him after that as well, which would be like even better. But, stick, yeah. yeah, but then um, he got blasted in a round, so that fight fell. <laughs> and then um, and then um, he then fought Duco and <laughs> done Duco in a round as well, which I was mega impressed with. Um because Duco's a good fighter. So um, I've, he's now got my attention, like, big time. He, he looks... He, and like I said, I was ignorant, really, thinking he was just a gimmick because he had a good amateur pedigree as well. I I, I didn't know that. So I hear he beat Henny twice in the amateurs or something. They had 4-2-2 or 2-1 two, two or, two or something. So he's obviously um, well-schooled and... He looks a good fighter. Um, it's, re- it's a really, really good fight. And fair play to Ryan Garcia. Um, fair play to Ryan Garcia. Fair play to Luke Campbell. He's going over there trying to beat the young fighter in his own backyard. And I'm really happy with the way Box is going at the minute. Tefima Lopez, um, Garcia, Devin Haney, they're all saying the right things. I hope it comes out. I hope it comes through because they're all talking the right language and saying, look, let's fight. Let's all fight. Let's fight each other. Let's the best fight the best. And I can only hope and pray for boxing sake that these fights all get mad because we'll be going in the right direction then back to where the best fighters wanted to fight the best to prove that they're the best rather than, rather than protecting a title for money. Um, we've gone through a bit of an era. I always call it the Mayweather era. Um, I'm not sure boxing's in a better state after Mayweather. I think it's actually in a worse state. All right. Boxers might know how to make a few more quid in the game or they might go down different avenues to, I don't know, but, I just don't think it's in a better state in general because too many fighters trying to protect their raw and things like that. I'd rather see good fights and boxing will be in a better state. So they all look good. I fancy Campbell to beat Garcia, but I don't think he'll get the decision. I fan- I fancied um, Smith to beat Canelo last week. I fancied um, this- exactly the same thing. I thought um, Callum will win more rounds but won't get the result. So I actually put 200 quid on just the fight to go the distance because I thought, really, I'm stupid. I spoke, I was saying to um, someone today, someone said, oh, Canelo was 15 to 8 on points. I took 6 to 5 on um, oh, just on just the fight. To- yeah, so I, and yet I told, I told anyone who'd listen, well, I think Callum will win, but he won't get the results. So why didn't I just put it on Canelo? I don't know. I'd have got more money. Um, so I won a few hundred quid on the fight just going to points. And also, I do like the Smiths and... Um, it, it sat better for me that I'd only backed the fight to go the distance anyway because I didn't really want to back him to lose because obviously my, my heart wanted him to win and um, I was proven wrong in that anyway because Canelo was fucking brilliant um, he was really good um, Callum couldn't really do much with him um, I, was, I was really really impressed with Canelo in that fight because um, I don't think there's any other super middle who could have beat Callum as convincingly so um, fair play, you were but that, that's wrong. But you still made a profit. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's it's a, worse. It's a, it's a, it's <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. I've been proven wrong in the past and lost a few quid. So yeah, <laughs> exactly, it's, yeah. It weren't a bad one. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah. All right. Well, really appreciate the um, analysis, and um, 
hopefully Thank we'll you. catch up again before the fight in February. I'm sure we will, and, and we can talk a bit yes. more about that. That'll be the one, yeah. Thank you, Dan. Thanks for um, the support and keeping everyone relevant always, and you lot doing your work at your end to keep boxing in the in the man in the media should I say them you know the mainstream whatever you know what I'm saying you're welcome mate <laughs> thank you <laughs> cheers man you, you can share it all over social media <laughs> yeah you know, I'll, I'll, I'll send it to someone who can I'll <laughs> yeah, get okay, Graham onto it yeah alright brilliant cheers yeah. mate appreciate thank it thank you Dan cheers Take mate care. all the best see you soon okay.